going on, everyone? Oh. Last Christmas, I mean, last live before Christmas, um, I have some special things here. With my Red Libre. What up, sis? My Laird Libre tequila shirt here. No request, bro. I have this. I'm be doing the tasting of this. What's going on, bro? What's up? Yeah. Man. Oh, you got some cake. The Mescal. It came today. Nice. I love my FedEx person. They signed it for me. And left it. That's dope. They so they said they you said they signed it for you? No. And, uh, did this uh it's the artisanal version. Yeah. I like how they got the picture in the background from the label. Nice. So we're going to see what it tastes like. Yeah, let's do but it. But right now I got some Samel. Yeah, well, I don't know if I'm going to pour I'm probably going to pour up this Blanco first. I'm going to pour, pour up a beer here too. Um, for anybody that's out there that's watching, this is just, this is open seating. Um, it's two early in in Africa for Say to hop on, but we're going to have a drink for him in spirit. So Say, cheers to you, brother. Cheers to you. Yeah. Just the barley wine bracket right here. Nice. We have so divine is about to hop on. I'm pouring up the, uh, what up? Yo, man, I just finished talking to Say Cool, man. That's my dude right there, man. Yeah, man. That's the homie, bro. Yeah, he, you know. What's that? He doing this. Hey, look, look, my next ex-wife just jumped on. Hey, baby girl, how you doing? <laughs> she sent a request. I mean, Mimi, do you want to hop on? You're more than welcome. Yeah, she want to hop on. Oh, she gonna come in here and act her ass. That's what she about to do. That's what she trying to come on. Bring it. Bring it. Let's do it. Hey. Hey, Mimi. Hey. <laughs> I'm a little tipsy, guys. Sorry. Nothing wrong. A with little. We, Mimi, you gonna get there. I'm about oh. to get to. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, wait, hold on. What are you drinking? Talking to me. Who? Yeah. Just took a sip of their drink. All of us have a drink. But I don't have no drink right now. You were the one that just took a sip. Anti-hero from uh, Revolution Brewing. So you you drinking some? Okay. Yo 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 y'all y'all want to see my legacy? This, this is my legacy right here. Look look. I'm look, drinking look, a man, twenty-two percent barley wine bracket. He wasn't. That's my legacy right there. That's my that's my that's Take my oldest right there. Off, sir. Uh, uh, she want to see your face, OG. I have COVID. OG got COVID. Go ahead, show your uh, face, COVID. You don't have COVID. I have ass motherfucker. Listen. <laughs> Good. Go ahead, OG. So, show that that that's OG three right there. That's OG three. That's that's. He, why why is your son lying to us right now? No, he <laughs> he, 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 he caught oh, it he really from somebody. Did in, in, uh, 
Yes, OG3 hey, right there. I uh, hope he gets a speedy healing, man, and he don't get the serious version. That serious version is something crazy, bro. <laughs> hey, look, 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 look. He's bringing, he bringing his proof right now. Yeah, he's your face, OG. I'm so sorry. What up, Black Starlight? Hey, Put your badge down, OG. Put your badge down, OG, so you can see how. So, so I don't care about that, son. No, I, he do. He said he want to get his daddy sick. That's what he said. I want to get my father hey, sick. That's good. That's get him sick. He deserves it. He needs to sit down somewhere anyway. <laughs> well, Black Starlight, we're going to have to have you on the show here uh, sometime soon, bro. No, you let me know. I'm ready. You know, we, we'll talk about some good oh. stuff. Eric. Hi, Eric. I'm about to... Uh, have a sip of this Ray Libre tequila. This is blow. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey, 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 you know, you know, you know, know how that hey, is. You know, I don't drink. You know. Let's do a cheer. Damn. Damn. <laughs> no, I ain't got no glass right now, so. That's but I will. A in a That's a fucking lot. I don't. I don't. I'm in the kitchen right now. I, look, look, I'm in the kitchen. Let me tell you something. Hold on. I've been on live with this motherfucker. Already today, he's had. He has a glass. So look, my son. This is what my son got. This is what my son got me for Christmas. Look. Oh. That's dope. What a sweet baby angel. Eric. That's my oldest. Eric, I love you. I hope your foot is feeling better. Okay. <laughs> That's my sometimes That's boss. That's my sometimes line. boss. My sometimes boss. So, what do you do? Where you at? Where you located, Mimi? Sacramento, California. Are you you do cigar marketing? You do? Uh, I I do some things with cigars. Cool. She gonna rub my cigar in a few minutes. Tell more people. I'm sorry about your toes. I'm sorry. I'm uh. sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Eric. I'm sorry. I would get on the person's toes. Because <laughs> oh, he, you know what? I'm not gonna say it because he's gonna get mad. So don't start. Don't start. I'm. I don't want him to get mad at me. I want to go to PCA next year. So. <laughs> we'll be at PCA together. What you talking about? I'm gonna be at PCA too. We gonna have a good time. I, I know, but I I, I want to rep Black Starline again next year. You you ain't gonna you ain't gonna rep the violin. The fuck I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't like you. I don't like your attitude right now. Well. <laughs> okay. So, tequila lovers anonymous. Yes. What what tequila are you drinking right now? A bunch I'm drinking of drinking Ray Libre tequila right now. Yo, okay, hey, so listen, listen, E. You have put me on tequila, so look, I'm gonna show you what I got. Hold on. Okay. I'm show you what I just bought. While I just bought it because of you, E. While he's running around, what is your one of your top top five favorite tequilas right now? So I'm this sorry. is my bar that I have in front of me right now. I'm I'm asking you what your top five are. Right now. You see it, E? Look. I've no. never heard of that, man. Oh, E. E. I see that. E. Oh, I see that one. This is one of my top five. Okay. This posh tequila. Okay. Um, you know, you know, yeah, I got a bunch of whiskey. You know how that go. This Ooh, El that El Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yes. 
Yeah. 1,000%. Wow. Topic to your excellency, yeah? Okay. Um, I just got this in. I wouldn't say it's like one of my top, but I think it's absolutely delicious. You know what? That, that Añejo, though? Mm. See, this is their limited edition. That's their annual release. That's their uh, winter blend. I get that, but that, that Añejo, fire. It's, it's good, but it's not in my top ten. This is much better right here. I said top five. Well, top five. It's not even in my top ten. bottles clinking and shit. That. No, you we don't up. drink Hennessy. I don't even give a fuck. No, 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 no. Master Blend. I don't care. Master Blend, one, Master Blend 1 is different. This is something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I assume you only said five, and I don't feel like, oh, yeah, I mean, this right here, this Tequila Ocho XA. Yeah, the XA is good, good yeah. Yeah. That, but I don't like that. I, I don't like, a, I like Extra Nejo all the time, so, yeah, because it tastes like whiskey. It tastes like cognac and whiskey all the Listen, time. Extra Nejo is always a fucking, always a fucking thing. Mm hmm So, Henny. Yo, hey, you got that smoke wagon? What up, Black? The smoke wagon. I have the uh, oh, the God. smoke wagon. Get, I have look, the I midwinter's like... night drum. I've been with these motherfuckers all day today. Is this, Gil no, and this is the vibe, High West. Bro. Midwinter's night. That's drum a fucking. That's a vibe. Yeah. Hey, you gotta get. You gotta get this. E. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What up, quadruple B? But y'all don't, y'all don't know about this right here. Mm, anyone, anyone who knows a little bit about bourbon know, should know about that. Yes. Y'all know about the rye. Yes. I, I, I like the rye. First yes, all, I do like the rye. rye of the papi rye. The papi rye. Yes. That's it's my one of my favorites. Period. Yes. Rye drinks better than than most bourbons of all time. To me. Yes. So, and then I have uh, the old Forcer one seven. So listen, listen, series. Mimi, you gonna appreciate this right here. Look, we we gonna ride up. Is that? What... I'm not gonna. No. You know you like wine. wine. That is right there. I like wine. wine. So that's the that's the wine we gotta deal with. That's making my wine right now. They make a great Sauvignon Blanc. It's really good. Yeah. Y'all hear all these bottles clinking. I'm sorry. It's a, it's a lot of bottles. I apologize. That's the E.A. Taylor. The E.A. Taylor is good, yes. But that's the rise. Oh, you got, the, you got one of the rides that just came out? That's straight rye. Yeah, I was... I may be getting one of those or not. I just can't go back in the Benny's until after Christmas because I don't know what my wife may have or may not have now you now you gotta eat this rum right here. This rum okay. right here. Oh my goodness! If you want one, I have a place that can get it super that cheap. That reserve right there. That's beautiful. What's well, super cheap? It's supposed to be ninety dollars. Yeah, that's about what I paid. So you can get one for ninety dollars. I got way too much whiskey up in this goddamn cabinet. You talk, <laughs> so. No, there's a ride. E.A. Taylor is coming out with their first annual ride release. Yes, yeah, the first um, annual ride that just came out. Yeah. yeah. 
That's that right there. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm. Is, I'm putting in my mouth right now. You taking it to the head? Why would I waste? I don't want to. Do you know how many dishes I do? Now listen, now listen, y'all. I'm about to go get dressed so I can leave because I'm about to go to a party. So. Uh, oh, you're coming to sack. You want me to come to sack? Come. Hmm. Say, come pick her up. I'll put on. I'll put on a dancing dress. Oh. We going dancing? Let's go. This motherfucker lives Don't like four me. hours away from me. He got to relax. No, you're only two, you're only two hours. Then I come mean, on. It's only, what is it on? It's only five o'clock out there. Yeah. So I'll be there by seven. Even if it's four, even if it's four uh, hours, you're there by nine and you have to rest the dock? night. Will you be in your drop top? No, no, no. Oh, it's too cold for that. <laughs> Look, I don't want to hear any of y'all talk about cold in Cali right now. I don't like it. Seriously. It, do y'all understand how cold it is in Chicago? Eric. Hey, Ooh, okay. hey listen, you listen, know what? listen, listen. I know it's I'll cold in Chicago. That. I just left Chicago like a week ago. It's cold as hell. No, I'm I'll talking about that. right now. The week ago Hi, is nothing compared to right now. Do you have any? I know. Y'all about to get it cold tomorrow. It is. Tomorrow Friday. One degree. It is well, one degree one out degree. right now. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I'm not. No. no Hold no, on. But what's the, what's the wind chill? The wind chill. Cold as fuck. Know what, yeah. <laughs> Cold as fuck. That's what the wind chill is. Cold as fuck. What are you talking about? Cold as fuck. That. Hey, that. Listen. When I was in Chicago, I was in Chicago about two weeks ago. That wind was coming around that corner. That motherfucker was doing this. <laughs> yes. Now, I'm, about now to, I'm about to kill you, nigga. That's what it sounds like. Exactly. <laughs> now people understand what. Now people understand what the windy, what I really call it, the windy city, and why they say. Oh, hey, I understand because I was downtown. That motherfucker came off of Michigan Avenue. That motherfucker hit my coat. My coat said, "Nigga, please." That's what my coat <laughs> said. You had, you had a California coat. You didn't have I had a California coat on. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You had a California exactly. coat on. The, the wind chill. Feels like negative twenty. So I don't. Not. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear a damn word. Eric, about his cold. Eric, is this what you do in your life? Yo, I it, don't want to. It, it's too cold. Word. Look, it, it's too damn cold and goddamn. It's too damn cold there. That don't make no goddamn sense. It's fucking cold. We got, we got a we got a cool you, you breeze know. out here, but it's like. That's what does. Do you, do you know what the high is tomorrow? What? The high. Not the low, the high. What's the high? Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. Our high is yeah. probably going to be like 47. Look, man. It is two. Look, by the time we get <laughs> off of Say, by the, the time we get off of here, because I'm, I'm Eric, you, know, you can't do nothing but stay inside. Eric, you can't even move, baby. I mean, we used to it, so you know. Well, I know. Let me see. Let me see if he can come on, so we can have this conversation. Well, I don't know if he's gonna come on, but okay, we gonna get quadruple B on here. But uh, um, look, man, it's gonna be negative two degrees by the time this nine o'clock is up. Oh shit. This motherfucker getting dressed. All good, <laughs> Triple B looking dapper. What up? What up? Where you all 
up to? Well, you, I you see, about to go. I see your whole chesticles and stuff. Okay, hey, I don't know. Big boy season. Hey, listen, I know you ain't talking for the stuff I heard you saying early. <laughs> <laughs> your ass is cutting up early. Cutting the fuck up, listen. With your, with your tongue, and you know what? Only, with your tongue action five, and everything. It's only 5 o'clock here. I start drinking at 11. It's a problem. Nothing wrong with that, man. I mean, if you have nothing going on, then go ahead and My kids are out of school. The the the, go the, the purple. Go with the purple. purple, homie. Yeah, be some color on here. Nothing was with no color on. Hold on. Uh, here y'all go. You got a purple purple it. Hey. I don't know what it is, but uh Did y'all hear the new uh yes. uh, uh big boy season? It's big oh, it's big, big boy, boy season out here now. It's my time of the year. You got yeah. oh, oh, man. Warm, warm. Big boy's easier. I've been slimming up. Gotta keep him warm. Oh, oh. Hey, you're still a big boy. Oh. Huh? Wait, hold on. No, what's that? I'm, uh, I'm very close. You're still a big boy then. You don't, you, all six not there. You're, you're still a big boy. No, they, they're getting what there. The shimmy shake. Everything what kind, else what kind of coat are you doing? Huh? What's that? What kind of coat he putting on? Hold on, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see the whole fit. Oh, I probably um, I think I'm gonna put my Tims on, and then I probably put um. You say your Tims? Okay, well, all right. It's cold out here, sweetheart. I'm in North Carolina, so. North, North Carolina, raise look, 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 up. Look, y'all. Are, are you gonna? Hold on, real quick. Are you going to Carolina Cigar Week? Oh, me? Yeah, I stay in Charlotte. Uh, I'll see you. I'll see you there. I'm I'm traveling. I'm traveling. Oh, oh. you putting your triple B. I say you putting your uh your grape crush shirt. On. <laughs> hey, pa, I take that, pa. With your shit talk, talking ass. <laughs> Marcy tried to say, hold on. Marcy oh. said you gonna look like hey. Barney, and then she said, never mind. He look good. <laughs> Who the fuck said that? That's not Who the fuck said that? Marcy. She, she said, never mind. You look good. Hey, hey. Marcy, hey, listen here now, Marcy. Don't start no shit. Won't be, be no, no shit. shit. No, it, it still might be some shit, but just don't start. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm about to I'm about to hit a cigar lounge, man. We about to do. It's funny that you say that. We about to do a cigar and tequila pairing. Nice. What tequila y'all gonna do? A hell of a. I know. <laughs> I know. I find out when I get there. Yeah, I find out when I get he there. Said he'll know when he gets down. Yeah, you're gonna have to go live and uh you're gonna have to come back on live. We're gonna need know, an update. Well you're gonna have to hop back on live whenever you know, whenever you're ready to go. Once you get there, you're gonna have to hop back on live and tell us what the tequila is. You know what? Right now I'm I'm never mind sampling out I'm putting on I'm putting on tennis shoes and a and a regular jacket. It's raining outside. How cold is it there? Like I, like it's, right, uh, now, right, right now, now I think really, it's Uh, you guys are very thrilling. So just let it out. Well, he might be done. Yes. Oh, he's It's 40 degrees. Now I had to check the weather real quick. It's 40 degrees in here. Bro, you're not. You, it's not cold there. It's not. Bro, do you know I just got back from Wisconsin? So don't talk to me about oh, cold. Bro, do you yeah, understand how cold it is here right yeah. now? Do you yeah, understand? so I just, I just got back from Wisconsin. Like, it's snowing in Wisconsin right now. What part of Wisconsin? I don't care. Madison. Look, bro. Oh, Madison. It's one degree. Madison is so beautiful, though. It's one it degree. Is. 
bro, it's, it's, it was the same in Madison, bro. I feel you. I was glad to go back home. degree in, in Madison. Eric. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm really bitter today. When people talk about the code <laughs> on this live, I'm going to be very bitter because it is one degree out. Why? Look at you. Look at you. You, are, you at home base. You should be great with it. Hold on real quick. Hold on. I got if you a, one of us? I got a heated blanket. I'm freezing. Yeah. I'm freezing. Oh so but what I will do is have a beer with y'all before I leave. That's what I will Let's do. do it. All right. It's 70 degrees in Southern California. I'm in Northern California. This is, it's, that's not, that's not the same situation. Look at here, little lady. You bring that 70 degrees down here somewhere and let us get a little <laughs> bit of it. That's not me. Somebody put that in the comments. It's not I 70 degrees 70 here. Degrees there. Oh. It is not. I'm cold as shit. Oh, man, I'm bring the 40 degrees here. Damn you, damn you 70. <laughs> damn, damn you 70. Bring the 40 degrees here, man. Bring the 40. I, I send a one degree over to y'all. Please don't. Bring the 40 degrees. I don't degrees. want it. We already have We're already. Y'all talking, already... talking about it's cold. Y'all want to talk about Look, y'all gonna have this one degree, and I'll take that forty. Okay, but we're we, also we suffering from earthquakes. We we gonna have about ten degrees tomorrow. Well, we already are having earthquakes here right now. So listen, I'm gonna take the the earthquake. That's as low closest to you I want to get. The ten degrees. Look, I'll take. The, I can go outside in this, in a in this, in a vest, in my in my sweats, my sweatpants. Oh, I miss degrees, you, Eric. I'm good. I'm good. How's your cat? I picked my son up in 11 degrees today. I had literally my sneakers on, these these pants I have on. Uh, Big without a thermal in there. But bro, you know what I you know what I tell best. people up north. You know what I, you know what I tell people up north when they start complaining about the weather. Move. You chose it. You chose it. Or it chose you. However you want to put it. Stop you know, you you right there. You right. You right. Hey, I'm not going. Pa, I'm still waiting for that package. I'm glad she's okay. Thank you, Paul. What pie I send you? I don't know. Pa, Papa was drunk that night. I don't even remember. He said he was going to send me anything. No, and Pa. I got a topic. Marcia, what you throwing pies up for? You already told me I was ugly. <gasps> she didn't say that at all. Yeah, why you popping them up, Marcy? Don't do that. She didn't say Marcy, that. why you popping them up? You already told him that he was going to look like Barney. Come on, homie. And then she corrected herself and said, oh, wait a minute. That purple looks good on him. Listen. Because she saw, she saw my brother was swaggy out. That, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. I ain't being mental. Right. Listen, See, pop, 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 hey, pop, don't even remember. Marcy, you thought since he was a big boy, he couldn't look good in purple. And then you saw it. You're like, all right. <laughs> See, all look, right. she, again, Not she corrected herself. Not but, but, listen, hold on. Marcy, Marcy, where are you from? She said, she said, Marcy Project. He's going to look like, he's going to look like Bernie. And then she said, oh, actually, he looks real good in purple. Exactly. Listen. Take, exactly. Once she take saw the better once she saw that big things. boys can wear purple, once she saw big boys can pull off a deep purple, that part. Like, oh, oh. it's not. I should have pulled out a picture. 
I should have pulled out the pink. Oh, she she from California. Y'all don't got no big boys out there like this. That's you what it is. That's your whole your whole ass mouth. I'm from California too. We got big boys out here. No, big boys. But you, but you got now when it look like this. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, we do. Ah. Yes. Yeah. yes, we do. Hey, you got now look like this. Hey, Bob. We do. They don't. They don't have the Midwestern and, and Southern big boys out there. No, nah, they don't. It's a different breed. It's a different breed. They, they don't even eat right out there. No. Excuse me. They don't know what me. this is. They, they I'm talking about the big boys, not just me. They use the kale oil. They don't use. They don't use. Marcy, uh, Marcy, nothing, nothing, nothing that you say can make up for what you said to me, Marcy. You said it like Barney. I've got the canola oil and all the shits up in my fucking kitchen. Now listen, what we ain't gonna do is, is sit here and talk bad about California. I love Cali. I like Cali Cali's too. As you should. But listen, but, we got beautiful but, bitches out here. But we go, we go. Look, I don't care about the beauty of the women. I, I'm married. I don't care about the beauty of the women. But what we gonna talk about though is us big boys are different here in the Midwest and the South. They than, say what you will. Than they, than they are out in Cali. Come to California and find fuck. I've find been to Cali out. several times. What, what, what is your name, ma'am? Mimi. <laughs> Mimi. What day? What day you coming to the uh to the office? Which one? <laughs> the whole time. I'll be there the whole the whole time. But which day are you getting here for the festival? <laughs> what what, what is the festival from Tuesday 11, to so. when? I said the whole fucking time. She said the whole damn I'll time. I'll be there. So are don't, you, don't, you gonna get there. here on Tuesday or are you gonna get here on Monday? Are you gonna get there on Tuesday or are you gonna get there on Monday? I'll don't sass me, Mimi. I'll give I'll get there on Tuesday before the first event starts. Wait, you, are you coming to the Charlotte one, or are you coming to a, a different one in, in North Carolina? I'm coming to the Charlotte one. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been I'm around. I'm not doing Queen City. Come on now. That's not the one. They don't come down here with all that mouth now, Mimi. Dog on it. I, I will. I will mouth it. Mm. <laughs> I will mouth it all the way. Wait, no, no. Wait, wait, wait a second. This is oh. one. How did we get there? Mimi Trouble. Who live is this? T TLA. Hey. Hey. I don't know what shit on your screen. She at my top right. Hey. Hey. Me? Oh, Mimi here? good. Mimi good on here, man. Like, you know, you know how I do, man. You know, hey. We hey. So wait, did you did you join the Sogar guys live or he joined Joe? He joined Joe's. No, I I joined it. So hold on. So you won't own the live that she was on earlier. Mm-mm. That's why you're saying she good. She was cutting up earlier. Her and her other two friends. Cut up. I, mean, I was cutting I mean, up it. like a motherfucking god damn. Fucking cut up, man. We was doing I mean, some real, real, real ratchet shit. Hey, Eric, care, I'm man. so sorry. Damn these motherfuckers. I'm about to bite one of them. <laughs> Eric, I'm sorry. No, I had a conversation. I want to I wanna ask y'all opinion. <gasps> Right. See, look now, Sarah's on this bitch. Okay. Definitely don't Sarah. buy Sarah. Bye, Sarah. <laughs> don't 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 buy Sarah. Listen, Sarah, Sarah was twisted. We were, hey, we're all wasted. I'm gonna do. Look, I gotta I gotta stop for a promo. Okay, I'm sorry. Go, right? Stop these, and 
Show us when what you were drinking. Out, when these come out, y'all need to give them. Y'all need to give them. It's a black-owned, woman-owned, ATL, Kila brand coming coming to the States here very soon. Okay. Well, well, how about so cute. This? So, can, well, if I Venmo you, can I get a sample? All right. So, so no, why do we got to make sure it's coming sample. to your state? You need to make but sure we get it. Oh, I'm in Illinois. It's coming to uh, it's coming to Georgia. It's coming to Atlanta first. I'm asking you. Well, where where am I located, sir? And uh, Terry, yes, we we will say something about Jeez, you. I get you on here soon, bro. So, so my question to you is this. Um, from a standpoint of somebody who doesn't live in Georgia, Georgia. If I if I know you, can I get a sample? I don't have the ability to get out. Give out. She, talk, she, she talking about what? She talking about. What I'm saying is, you have a sample in your fucking hand. Can I get one of those? No. <laughs> okay. Well, uh -huh. I I was just asking just for. Uh -huh. I mean, you could you can reach out to Ray Libre Tequila to get samples because these are the only this is literally the only samples that I have. I feel I like split these you up. can probably get samples better than I can, so that's what I'm asking you. No, you can ask but, him. But he said reach out. You didn't even try. Right, reach out and you know, reach out. Look, it, my trying, my trying hand. One hundred percent of the time. I gave you the information of who to reach out to, right? So, so will you so, give me the information? Will you send me the information via DM so I can? Real Libre Tequila. No, you you mm. know what? Hold on, Tequila. I just followed you, so cool. So you can set because I'm not gonna remember because I've been drinking since 11 a.m. I'm not Wait. gonna remember. I'm listen. I'm being transparent. No, I understand. I got it. Wait, I got Sarah, you. I got Sarah, it. Sarah's in the 757. She over here. Yeah, she is. Mimi, I had your day drinking. Sarah, that's... Nah, the you had yourself man. twisted. Exactly. She you, had herself you, drunk. You had yourself drunk. Listen, you. let me tell you how drunk like our day has been. It's been a drunk day. Nothing wrong with that. You're drinking water, Eric. For you. Can that's I, not that's not who you I are as a person. My, can I ask y'all my question? Sure. Can I ask y'all my question? I'm sorry. For for y'all opinion. Okay. Some real adult stuff. All right. If if you land down with another Member of the opposite sex. Uh oh. Consensual, consensual land down with the, another member of the opposite. Hey, talk about man. Should, should my daughter be hearing this? No. No. She shouldn't be hearing this. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> You're mine. You're mine. All right. And and neither one of y'all take the necessary precautions to prevent having a child. Who's at fault? We both are. Both y'all. Exactly. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Right? Both of them. I had this long discussion on TikTok of this woman making videos and everything because she got mad because I said both y'all motherfuckers said fuck. You as a woman didn't take the necessary precautions. 
You was the man didn't take the necessary precautions. She's not a, a full a full grown adult. I was about to say, you, you got to understand, man. Some, hey, listen, I'm going to tell you something I learned a long time ago, man. You got to be real careful. Yeah, but you got to be real careful who you give your energy to. Some people are just, some people are just stupid, dog. That situation, know. everybody See, knows gonna, what... Look, we, we not going to go there. I just want to know if my thoughts are, are like... No, you're not. You're thoughts. not. You're like, not. Because, because these, these people have me thinking, like, no, they didn't have me thinking... They tried to act like I was this ignorant, dumb sucker. When I said, I said, whenever I lay down with a woman, you know, before my wife, I said, if I didn't use protection, I'm taking full responsibility for whatever. <laughs> you know, no, I'm saying, yo, know, I take full responsibility for whatever comes from it, right? You You're know, supposed to. You know, if, if I don't make sure she's taking, she that, if I don't make sure that she has the necessary protection, I don't use the I don't use that, necessary protection myself. That part. Yo, if, if I have a baby, look. You're not crazy. You're not stupid. You're not dumb. Whatever the you fuck I mean? they were trying to tell you, fuck out of exactly. here. Exactly. They got mad because I said, because because on the original post, this the dude was trying to say the, that the man alone was responsible Absolutely for fucking not. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what I said. I said no. Absolutely fucking not. I said and here's no. why. Because, listen... I'm As women, I'm, I'm a, if we yeah. sitting here trying to fucking talk about consent, trying to talk about being equal to a man, all the you can fucking speak up and say some shit. And if you fucking don't say that shit, here we have a fucking problem, okay? Because the reality of go go in the house. The reality of it is this: when you're when you are engaged in those types of acts you're an adult right or an adult like person right right we can't hear you i'm sorry i know that a lot of people don't speak on sex and don't try to like articulate their feelings and this that and the other but the reality of it is this is that the more you you talk about it, a the more the better sex is, um, the better your connection with that person is. All that other stuff, but also, if you're talking about if you're talking about protection and all that other stuff, you're on a similar cohesive path, right? Which is what you should be when you're engaging in those things. Anyways, so, so let me ask you this question, and I don't want you to fly off the handles when I ask this question. Go ahead. Who, me or Mimi? Mimi. So do you feel like men and women should be equal in all aspects? No. Okay. You know what? But, I, I think I just followed you for a reason. Hold on. But, but, here's, but here's my situation. Like, so for me, like, I like to have a certain situation where I'm subservient to a, to a, a fault. But when it comes to major decisions, I want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to, to follow the same path that you're following. I don't want to be surprised by a fucking decision you make. I don't. 
communication. You want but my my whole thing my whole thing about it is um I don't mind for a woman to be a leader, right? I don't mind for a woman to take charge, but understand the type of man that I am, right? So at some point at some point at some point she can make more money than me, she can do A, B, C, D, she can do whatever. I really don't care. But I'm a man and I'm a man's man, right? So there's a part that I gotta play in my household. And if I can't play right. that part, then me and you would never make Agreed. it. And right. so, Agreed. like, for example, ca cars being fixed, right? Discipline the kids. Probably the, car, you do it. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Very but discipline, but discipline the kids is probably one of the hardest things people don't talk about, right? Because I got girls. Mm -hmm. And truth be boys. told, and truth be told, they got me wrapped around their hand. They don't know that. At least I don't <laughs> think they do. But well, you just but, said I mean, it in front of your kids. Yeah, but but truth be told, man, like it's it's kind of hard because I don't ever want to see my daughters cry, right? So one of one of my right. daughters just had an oral surgery, right? And when I tell y'all, it it I was ready to swing on the doctor. That's that's the type of pops I am. Man. I don't like my kids going through anything they ain't got no right. business going through. Right. So, like, disciplining them is one of the hardest things in the world. And I keep telling everybody, man, like, a woman need to be respected and a woman need to have a little bit more, um, nah, I ain't going to say a little bit more. A woman needs to have all the respect in the world for what she does mm -hmm. and what her body allows her to do, right? And that's any woman. Yeah. You, a woman can go out here and call me whatever she want to call me, but if that's a female, that's a female. Mm -hmm. No, hold on. No, no. What, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, all right, we can go out here in the streets. And a woman can can be disrespectful to me. She can hit me. She can do whatever she wants. I don't teach my kids that. But I'm just telling you, she could. But as a man, should I ball my fist up and hear her back? No. 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 That's what no. I mean by that. Right? So, like, okay. you, you guys give life. <laughs> I can't give life. You guys give life. Like, that's a, that's a whole but, different ballpark. But also, you need each other to give life as well. So, I, I will. Let's, go. let's be 110%. Right, but, but they carry the life is what I mean. Let's be right, right. 110% like I have boys I can I can only do so much right so I that's why I always like even with with Eric or with any any of my close male friends mm -hmm. your father you you are a parental figure to my kids at this point period listen if you gotta discipline them do it because realistically, I can't do that shit as I, I I can't do what a man can do for a boy. Period. Very true. Very I, true. I can't do that, and I've ex I accepted that a long fucking time ago. I did. Um, and vice versa, but, a man can't right. do what a woman can exactly. do for a girl. That's exactly. Right. That, but that here's the thing. Right well. Also, facts. can I be very fucking clear to you? If a woman. Repeatedly puts their fucking hands on you. Stop that bitch. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm I, sorry. I, I leave. I leave. Okay. If okay. it's a repeated situation, I'll leave. Yeah. Who's AK? Who's AK? Good for fucking She's one of, the, one of the founders of Ray Libre. Hey, AK. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, Mimi. I'm, nah, so Mimi, you're fine. Mimi, listen. Listen, I was, no, no, uh, I was raised. No, no, wait, bro, bro, hold on, wait. I want to get, I want to get, uh, I want Mimi to repeat what she was saying because she had a very important point there. Because, because the the reality of it is this: it's one thing if they if a woman puts your hands their hands on you once, cool, all right. But if it's a repeated situation. You have to, you have to protect yourself at some point, right? And I, I don't condone it to a certain extent, but also I'm like, you know, you know it's one of those slippery slope situations. So I'm like, right. listen, right. listen, right, right. you're doing too fucking much. Yeah, but for me, it's the same thing I would tell a female, right? I, I tell all my female friends right now, if a man put his hands on you one that time, he'll do it. Marcy. No one should be putting their hands on anybody. Right. right. But that's, 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 that's it happens. Point. Marsh's view is my 100% my point. Keep your fucking hands to yourself. A man shouldn't Listen, be putting his hands on a woman, and a woman shouldn't be putting her hands on a man. There's been plenty of times that I've been like, fuck this motherfucker, and I really just want... I would rather throw something against my wall and destroy it than actually fucking hit somebody. Right. Because... Here's the re the reality. If I, I put my hands on somebody, what's the actual reaction? Somebody's gonna do that shit to you. Yeah. Oh, I've I've hit, hit my share of walls in my right. lifetime. To me, <laughs> but, to me, but I ain't gonna put my hands on a female. Right. To me, I look at it like this. I, I look at a plain point simple in my mind. This is the way I I I 100% look at it, and I have to look at it for. For discipline purposes, if I put my hands on a female, I'm going to jail. I don't that part. want to go to jail. Thanks. You know, I don't want to go to jail. So if I don't, man. right? And and I'm a big black man too. You know, if if, if a well, if a, if a fucking, when they come to the house and you're a bigger black man than the cop is, I'm six five, two sixty five. Yeah, and, if, and if what's going to happen cop, if that happens? Exactly. If a cop come to my house. And, and and they say and whoever's in my house said I put my hands on a on a, on a female, I'm fucked up. Don't put them on top of me. And after they fucking they gonna put the cuffs on. Exactly. So to me, it's like for this twin purposes, I don't want to go to jail. So 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 I'm gonna walk away, run away. I'm I'm not even gonna punch a wall in your vicinity. I'm not gonna even do that. If I accidentally throw something, I am immediately apologizing and saying, I did not mean to throw that at you because I don't want to go to jail. If I need to hit something, I'm going to run far away from you, and then I'm going to hit something. I'm going to hit the ground or whatever to where there's no Dream way in a you pillow, can possibly do whatever the fuck say, you do, right. right, there's no way you can possibly say that I put my hands on you, you know? Hey, and I'm I ain't going to hit that woman, but I, but, I, but I shake the shit out of Listen, <laughs> I'm gonna be very honest. Like I've been in situations like I've my partner, like he's gotten super upset or we're like murr, like really and walked out and I'm like, listen, you can't walk out of this house as a black man upset walking through the fucking streets of this wide ass city that we live in. I have literally came and fucking took him back into the house and been like if we need to be in separate rooms for the moment, let's do that. 
But what I'm not doing is letting you be walking around by yourself right. upset. See, this, is, this is what he needs to do. If y'all know your neighbors, he needs to walk around the neighborhood yes. because the neighbors know him. Yes. If y'all don't know your neighbors, he needs to get in his car, drive to a lounge, like a smoke lounge. You know what's even worse is that we have like to that. do that shit. I mean, but, but you know, I, we, I ain't doing it. I'm just going to, if a woman put her hands on me, just like I tell females, listen, I tell my daughters all the time, don't put your hands on no man because if a man puts you back, your daddy going to jail. That's just, that's I'm me flat out. To tell you. So like, but, but I'm just saying, if a, if a woman put her hands on me, I'm just leaving. You ain't got to worry about me coming back at that point. You got to worry about me. And same like I tell a female, it's like you just said, it, it's the same thing, right? So like, if you hit me, I'm going to go right downtown, regardless of what happened. I want him to understand that she just put her hands on me, right? First of all, it's documented. That's number one. Number two, I can remove myself from that situation at that point, mm -hmm. and I can leave. I ain't, you got to worry about me coming back. And the same thing I tell my female friends, if a dude put his hands on you before, I got a cousin going through this right now. If a dude put his hands on you before and you keep going back, you allowing a dude to do the same thing over and over again. That part. So that why, part. why go back? If a, Once somebody put their hands on you, they showing you who they are. Right? right, and people do change, but right. people change because situations change, not because they want to change. Right, so change that situation and get away from that a person. Marriage, a fucking baby, life changes are what changes you. Situations that it's, it, I will let you know, it's never a relationship where mm, I hit you and I went to jail. That's not what's going to change your shit, baby. No. And so I'm, I'm going to tell you the worst thing. The worst thing is when somebody cries wolf about stuff like that. Ooh. I hate when I, I hate when I see a, a black female say, oh, he hit me because she don't like him at that time. That's the worst thing, especially for me. Because, listen, it's, man, I have a soft spot. It's black women. It's women in it's general. It's women in general. Right. But I, have general, a, yeah. but I have a soft spot for black women, right? Just let, let truth be told about this, right? I, I hate seeing any black female cry. It, it bothers me. Right, but for you, to, for me to want to help you, and you sit right here and tell me that that man to put his hands on you, then I go do something to that man, then I find out you ain't he ain't getting none of you, or he go to jail because you just screamed out that, then you tell the cops later on, oh, he really didn't hit me. Nah, bro, that that's the worst thing you could ever do. Yeah, and listen, and that's when you lose all your fucking credibility at that point. Because listen, to be honest, again, like I said, I have black sons. What are you? And my my oldest is now going through something. Oh, he, she didn't. He, <laughs> she he, heard um, you. She her story. He um is dealing with some racism at his school. Hmm. Um, and you know, as much as I wanted to roll the fuck out on somebody, right? I couldn't be that black woman. To because he goes to a private school, so I couldn't do what, like, I really had a handle in a different situation. And you know, he tried to protect his friends, he tried to do all that stuff. I'm like, no, 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 because at this point, the more you protect, like, you're gonna go to college doing the same actions, accepting what somebody. What, so, what somebody told you is acceptable to you, right? Right. And that, that's not what I want to do. And I'm, I'm trying to do it in the most diplomatic way where he understands that I'm not 
coming from a place of of um, I want you to be like you know ex exonerated from your or whatever from your friends I don't want you to be like a pariah I'm trying to let you know that at this point you're you're good enough to be in the place that you are because because you are right um but it's hard because especially in a predominantly white school what what do you do or what do you say right it's hard as fuck it's hard yeah. as fuck it is it is you know we just we just have to work on teaching our children uh, appropriate steps, mm -hmm. and we have mm -hmm. to work on teaching them. You, you know, you don't have to accept you know, the bare we, minimum, right? We don't, and we also have to work on teaching them discipline and let them see how a lot of people are going to view them in the outside world. That part, you know, and, but you know what's what's fucking sad is that we that we have to do that. It is. It's you know so what? fucking sad. It, it is sad as fuck, but you know what? But that's our reality. I am, I accept things for what they are, and I'd rather accept it for what it is and teach my son about this and prepare him for this than to try to say that it shouldn't be like this and not prepare my child for this. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Because if I don't prepare him for this because I don't want to face it or I'm trying to you know, I'm trying to scream out about it. So, and I, and I dropped the ball and prepared my child. Then if I lose my child, now I'm fucking kicking myself. Yeah. And I'm hating myself because exactly. I didn't do what I needed to do as his father to prepare him. And like, you know what I mean? Like I said, that's one of the things so, I said when I was in that meeting on Monday, I was like, I have nothing but time and opportunity. If you guys don't handle this the way that it needs to be handled, we gonna look. I'm gonna prepare my child myself. What up, Tap? I'm gonna I'm prepare my child myself, and and this is how I I do with my son. I say to him, I don't I don't care if your friends are doing this and you're doing that. That part. You need to listen to me. You need to listen to your mother, because <laughs> as you know, we grew up in a, in we a rougher grew, neighborhood. Up, we grew we up, know this. We've already know, experienced it. Right. We grew. Up up in a rougher neighborhood we grew up in, in the projects and and in you know we'd seen a lot of shit we didn't we grew up with a lot of trauma i didn't even you know i didn't even grow up in the projects and i still experienced right. that i grew up in a white neighborhood well, and i still experienced that. No, what, what really I'm did though, what i'm saying though is the violence that we saw and the poverty that we saw and the hardship that we we experienced you yep. know the death that we experienced the death that we yep. saw in front of our eyes yep. you don't have to deal with that we have to but we also understand that, you know, you, you're living out here in this nice little rich neighborhood. You still got to deal with some shit, bro. And, because and it's, it's not adjacent right. to you at all. And, and, and all because you out here with all these, your other friends and stuff does not mean that you don't have any worries in this world that I have to prepare you for. You know, it doesn't mean that you, you stop being a little black boy. Like, that part. We still, we still gotta, we still gotta do the preparation. I still gotta prepare you to be a, a a black man in this world, and to deal with shit that we have to go through. 
you know. So that that's that's my you know I think that's something that that every one of us as parents that are minorities that are raising black children that are raising minority children not just black children but minority children that we have to fully you know understand ourselves and that it's the hard part but it's the truth what up karma and the, the scary part about that man like well my kids right so we stay out in the suburbs and my kids got a lot of mixed friends and stuff like that. They don't necessarily understand the stuff that I went through being from a small country town when I was growing up compared to where they're at now, right? So they don't understand that whole black versus white thing and slavery and all this stuff. I mean, they, they, they go about what was going on in the books and what the school is teaching you, but the school ain't teaching you everything that they need to know. Right. Right. So I tell, I tell my kids all the time, like, so, for example, my seven-year-old had a project given to her like she's in a gifted class right mm -hmm. for gifted kids so she had a project given to her where the project allowed her um uh, to pick or they, they, they gave her a state and she had to pick something in the state that had something to do with black history month right so <laughs> she the state that they gave her bro like and then the computers that they give them they can only like look up certain stuff you get what i'm saying yeah. and, like the state that they gave her and so what now? No, no I'm, I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about window. I just made that quick statement, but no, keep going with. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, shit, man, I can't even think off the top of my head right now what city state, and state it was. But you said the state, yeah. Yeah, the state they had. It, we we picked the damn capital and like the stuff that I was trying to show her. It was like, um, Tulsa, Tulsa, Oklahoma is what she had. So, but the the, the real shit talking about Black history in Tulsa, Oklahoma, she couldn't look up. It's not there. So, you got to go dive into it. So so I got my computer, and we picked it up, and, and we sent it in, right? So then the teacher had an issue with it. I was like, nah, this, this, is, this is history that y'all not teaching no more that people need to know about, right? So, right. like, everybody wants to forgive and forget of what happened, bro. Like, every, I, I, I done met so many you younger people that think. You want to forget. What you say? You can't pick and choose what you want to forget. Right. Right, and and that's the crazy thing man. because like, listen, hey, look, I'm not I'm not racist at all. I'm pro black, but I'm not racist. I need people to understand that before I make this statement. But a white America wants you to forget what happened hundreds and hundreds of years ago. They want us to forget it. I I would never in my life allow right. me nor my kids or my grandkids to ever forget what we had to endure and what we had to overcome ever. Right. Right. So I tell people all the time that, and, and it bothers me too, because I tell people all the time that black people accomplish more doing slavery than they are right now that we're free. And we got everything in, in the grips of our hand, but we accomplish more back then than we do now. And, and I, tell, I keep telling people there's different types of slavery and we're still in it and we just don't know it. There's, there's different kinds of slavery, right, man? So your mentality, man, your mentality, you can be a slave to your mentality. And how you do stuff and how you maneuver and how you move move together and stuff like that. Like I tell my kids all the time, like, why would you sit right here and not try to do more for yourself and just go off of what your parents teach you? Like, I could be wrong about something. Your opinion matters about whatever I tell. So I, I tell all my kids, like, you can you can combat anything I do or say to you. 
as long as you're doing it respectfully. You can exactly. come back anything I exactly. do and say to you. Like, if it's time for you to get punished, you can come to me and say, hey, listen, I don't feel like I should be punished, and this is why. And I won't be mad at my kids about that. Right. As long as you can back that up, like... Yeah. What's up, Abrasive? Yeah. We, we just yeah, can't, I mean, man. And, and, and it's sad because... Most of white America, and when I say most of white America, I'm talking about older white America because I can't blame younger white America for what happened to us back then, but they shouldn't forget, just like we shouldn't forget, of what we had to endure and overcome, right? right. That that was, a lot, that was a lot, man. The only other people in the world that can say anything that they overcame, anything like that, was Jews. That's it. Nobody, nobody else can say anything about that. We're talking about we was treated like animals, bro. Like, like... Treated like yeah. an, matter of fact, animals were treated better than us. The cattle and the so like, was treated better than, than slaves. Yeah, so me being in the beer community, man, a lot of people in Charlotte always asking me, Hey, hey Bobby, how can how can we help? Especially during COVID and when all that stuff was happening with the cops and black people across across the United States, what can we do? What can we I, I said educate yourselves. Understand that what we're going through and, under, and, and see how stuff, see how we're being profiled, see how we're being picked out, right? So, and see how we're being talked about in the media when, you, when a white person does the same thing that a black person does. We're vigilante, we're, we're um, thugs, we're, we're uneducated. Like, that's how the media portrays us yeah. when a black person does something, but when a white person does something, oh, they're innocent and proven, it's proven guilty. They're misunderstood. They didn't have their father in their life. Some bullshit like that. So, like, it's it's just it to me, man. It's it's crazy. But my, my whole point of saying all this is the scary part is the kids nowadays because racism is starting to die down. It's not in the forefront like it used to be in the forefront. Right. Well, a lot of people are sitting right here. A lot of people sitting right here telling us that we should forgive and forget it, and we should. We should never let our kids forgive and forget what we went through. Very true. It's a part of our history. What's going on, man? And yeah, you know, it's a part of our history, and it's something that, that what up, as as minorities and as in you know as just people in general, you need to educate people. You need to, you need that education. You know, black kids, white kids, Hispanic kids, you know, Asian doesn't matter. Education is very important. You need to know. You you need to know if you're gonna have friends of different cultures. Just let's let's not even go deep in what you just said because you stated a lot of facts there. If you're just gonna have friends in different cultures, and you want to be a great friend of that person of that different culture, you need to understand the struggle that they went through, their ancestors went through, and their family went through. You know, you you mentioned Jewish, you mentioned Jewish people. One of my best friends is a Jewish man, so. I want to understand what he went through in order to relate to what his ancestors went through. And he, he wants to look into, to see what slaves and Africans went through in order to be a better friend to me, too. You know, and, and so our kids can be better friends as well. It, it's, not, it's just education in general as well. Like, you need to educate yourself on the facts of the history of the world. You know? And, and, you, and, you, can't, and you can't do one without the other. Right. Right. You you can't call you can't call yourself my friend and not be able to understand what me and my ancestors have been through. Like if you can't cope with that or you can't understand that, then doesn't we have no reason being a friend? Because really I'm right. 
I'm, I'm gonna tell you something now, man. And and I a hundred percent firmly believe this. If you ever read any history books, if you ever watching the documentaries or anything like that, racism is something that's taught. Yeah, hundred percent. Something that's taught. Yeah. One thousand people. 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 I don't care what color you are. People don't grow up saying, "Hey, you know what? I don't like you because of the color of your skin." No, somebody taught you not to like the person because of the color of their skin. Like, that's not something that you just woke up and was born. Like, I just hate you because you're black. No. Right. Your parents or your grandparents have taught you that black people are less than you are, that exactly. you should be better than them or whatever exactly. else, however you want to perceive it. That That's how it is. And I, I keep trying to tell people racism is a, a train of thought, not a, a um, something that somebody's born with. Racism so we can is change the way that people think and see stuff. Racism is a societal issue. Racism... Is is a societal trait. And depending on the society that you grow up in, you're going to see this as an issue or not. That is a societal state trait. That is an ancestral trait based off of the people that you're learning from. Listen, man, I'm, I'm down south. I know a couple of y'all are down south. But I've heard some stuff in the last year that should never come out of a white person's mouth to a black person. Never. And it's just, I think up north is a little bit different. I'm not saying y'all don't y'all don't y'all don't see racism or it's not there and it doesn't exist. But down south, this shit is in the forefront. Right. Like, so, and and when and when Trump when Trump was running, oh that shit was out here full fledged. Right. So so this is so my my grandparents. So I'm the first generation born up north in my family. My grandparents were from. Well, my grandmother's from. Well, my mom. My mom from West Monroe, Louisiana, and my grandfather, uh, well, my mom, my grandmother's from West Monroe, Louisiana. My grandfather's from Jackson, Mississippi, right? So they're the, I'm the first generation born up north, you know, to go through all gotcha. this. And the one thing that my grandmother always said to us who dealt with a lot of racism growing up and and still has those fears, you know, coming from growing up down south. She said, the one thing that I could appreciate about growing up down south is I knew who hated me. I knew who hated me and I knew who loved me because it was out front and center. Up north, That's true. you don't know. Because my, my grandmother, she worked at this, uh, she worked at this, this uh, iron factory. I think it was an ironing factory. Uh, and she had this co-worker, this white co-worker that used to give her a ride every day from work. My grandfather would drop her off and, and this man would give her a ride every day from work, home. This dude was extremely nice to her, showed her nothing but love, showed her nothing but care. She found out that that man was the chapter leader of the KKK in this area. She said that never would have happened down south. She said she would have known from the start. What does man Yeah, because down, down here they're not going to sugarcoat shit. They're going to let you know exactly how they feel about you. Right. And and that's the scary part, man. Like, to my oldest. So, my older daughter just started living with me a couple years ago. So, somebody said something slick to her, and she came back and said it to me. I was like, who the fuck said that to you? Right, like, like she didn't take anything from it because she didn't mean it. She didn't, she didn't know no better. Right? right, she didn't understand what the girl said to her and what it truly meant. But when she told me, I was like, "Who the fuck is this girl?" 
But but thank God my daughter knows me, and she wouldn't tell me who the girl was because I would have found out who she was and who her parents was, and I wouldn't say nothing to the girl. But her daddy would have got it. <laughs> exactly. her, her daddy would have got it on sight. Right. Because you told her that shit. So she would have got it on sight. But yeah. I, I say all that to say this, man. I'm a very loving person. I, I don't give a fuck who you are, how you look. I don't care what race you are. I don't care what, what, what you identify as. As long as you're a good person and you treat me like I treat you, me and you going to be all right. We're going to be all right. I don't care who you are. And yep. that's facts. Like, I don't, I don't care who that you are. As long as you're not showing no disrespect to me or my family, we all right. That right there. You know, because to me, so background on me, two of the people that I call my parents are white. Um, my, the, my, the dude that I call my father, he, if I remember correctly, he is German and Irish. And then, of course, my mom is black. You know, my mom, great mother. You know, I love my mother. I talk to her on a regular basis. She's been the greatest mother in the world. Then I have my godmother, who is an Irish lady. You know, so to me, I didn't grow up, you know, seeing love from a black woman, a white woman, a white man, and my uncles, who are all black, showing me nothing but love, you know? So to me, if there's anything that I've learned, it's that it does not matter the color of the skin. It matters how they treat me and it matters it matters how they how they interact with me, you know? Because there there's assholes and there's pieces of shit in every race. You know? Yeah. Every race. There's pieces of shit in their assholes, but they're also amazing people. Absolutely amazing people and some of the people that are the best people in this world in every race as well. So as you just said, I I judge you based off of how you treat me and you treat the people that you you claim that you love as, as opposed to what race you are. Yeah. Uh, you're 100% right about that, man. Some of the best life advice I ever got from a person was from an old white guy. When I say old, it's almost 70, 80 years old. Right? So, I mean, we all got something that we can teach each other, man. It's just that hatred shit, I hate it. I, I don't understand it. I, I I mean, like, when when I see people looking at me different just because of my size and the color of my skin, that, that irks me. Because you know nothing about me. Right? Exactly. I got enough money in my pocket where I don't need nothing from you. So I don't want to rob you. I don't, I don't want to cause harm to you or nothing like that. But because of the color of my skin and and the way I look, then that's that's just how people perceive me. Like, it, it, it's, it's from everything I deal with. Like, in corporate America is the worst part, right? So I work in corporate America. So I can't be passionate about my job because of how it's going to be perceived, right? So if I'm sitting right here telling people, you know what? No, that's not right. There's a better way. There's a better process to do this, blah, 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 A, B, C, D. And if I get passionate about it, it comes across as anger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. My, my size abrasive. I'm a big guy. I'm not small. <laughs> I'm not a small dude at all. Yeah, yeah you so, missed the yeah, beginning. It, it, uh, huh? I, was, I was in the middle of He missed the beginning. He would have saw how big he was. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. I was I was in the middle of commenting that. It's like, if you were a big black man, they always see you as more of a threat than a smaller person in general. 
and that goes all that that goes all the way back from history. That's how that's how they broke that's how they broke people. They took the man away from the family and they, they beat took him. the biggest man away. Yeah, and and they beat him in front of everybody. So I mean that's always been a part of our history. Just like I keep telling people, man, I'm ex military and all that stuff. Like I used to I used to have this love for my country. I think we talked about this before. Like I used mm -hmm. to have a love for this country and I still love my country, don't get me wrong. But I used to have a love for this country, man, and I was ready to put my life on the line. Somebody said something bad about this country. But the more but the more I dig into this country and the more I started to see how stuff was like came to be and learning the history about this country, man, it uh, just a little bit makes me question why I'm here. Just a little bit. You know, I I think that uh, when it comes to this country, I look at it as I, I take it for the good and the bad that it is because no matter where else I move, there's going to be good and bad that I find wherever else I go. You know, so uh, so there's no perfect mecca that that you're going to be able to move and there there not be any issues that's going to have you looking sideways. Uh, that's that's my view on it. Uh, I'm happy that I live. I'm happy that I live where I live because, especially now with the the Roe versus Wade overturn. Now my, that's huge. you know, my wife, my wife, and, and and my loved ones that live in the same state that I live in, they still have their full rights. They still are, uh, they're still equal to me, you know, and and that's what I want. I don't want to live in a state where where my wife is viewed as less than me in the eyes of the law, in the in the eyes of the house. She's always viewed the same as me, you know. Uh, but in the eyes of the law, I don't want to live in in Missouri or one of these other states that took the rights took rights away from women. That's not right. I don't support that. That don't you know that, that doesn't sit well with my heart. You know, my my seventeen year old daughter came to me and she was like, "Daddy, um, I'm not quite sure." I had a bunch of people, a bunch of my teachers at school speaking on this. I'm not quite sure what it is, but she was like, do you understand what Roe versus Wade was? And I had just got through watching that shit. I was like, baby, I do. And so just sitting there and talking to her, man, like a 17-year-old understood that her rights as a woman were taken away from her. That's sad, Right? Man. So, sad. And, and like, she, I, I, bro, she's sitting there crying in front of me, but it's nothing I can do about it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody else about Roe versus Wade. As a as a country, we got to be real careful going forward because they, now that they overturned that, they can overturn any fucking thing. Yeah. If they really overturn do. that, they can overturn anything. Everything is on the so, table. So as a country, I keep telling people, everybody always worry about the presidential vote. I don't care about the presidential vote. I care more about what happens in Charlotte, North Carolina, and in my state than anything, because that directly affects me. Exactly. Right? And that's why... And, and I keep telling I people... Yeah, I tell people all the time, man, everybody want to talk about Trump this, Trump that. Listen, man, that that dude, that dude, in my opinion, was dumb and should have never been president. That's my opinion. But at the same time, that guy didn't mess up anything. It was he country. put a divide in the Congress. country, but but it he didn't. Yeah, he put a divide Congress. in the country, but huh? It was Congress that that really affected everything. Yeah, the president. I don't care who he is, what color he is, or what color she may be in the future. They're puppets, man, to their party. They're puppets to their party. They're just the face of what their party wants. Yeah. And that's what people got to understand.
You know, but to me, so the real power is with the Supreme Court. I mean, we just, with the overturning of Roe versus Wade, we 100% saw that. Like, that, that, that just 100% proved it. You know, um, the real power is the Supreme Court. We can't even really talk about Congress, can't really even really talk about the presidency. It's the Supreme Court, you know? So if we don't put that pressure where, where it needs to apply, be applied for the Supreme Court and for them to hear the majority of America how we want it to be, then, yeah, everything is on the table. I mean, and then it comes down to state rights, just like it was before the Civil War. It came down to state rights, you know? So, so to me, it's like, bruh, we, we, we briefly discussed leaving Illinois, it's not even it's not even a question now. We're not leaving. We're here. You know, in Illinois, it's a very liberal state. We're here. You know, like I'm not going. My wife not going. My son not going. Because I want everyone to have equal rights. And I and in Illinois, the state of Illinois, we have equal rights. Even, you know, Brayson said guns. Even with guns, you have even rights here in, in the state of Illinois. You know, I want, I don't care what your political affiliation is. I want everyone to have, have equal rights. If you want to have guns, you can have guns. If you don't want to have guns, you don't have guns. If you want to, you know, if you want to eliminate, you know, a P, eliminate a P. If you want to have a, a, if you want to go from a man to a woman, go from a man to a woman. You know, that, hey, live your life to the fullest and what makes you happy. You're not, you're not changing anything in my life. If you feel like this is going to make you happy, then by all means, go and do what you need to do to make yourself happy. And, and, and you have my full support. Correct. You know, as long as you... Because I don't, I don't, unhappiness is so horrible, man. Like, depression is so horrible, and it hurts so bad. So the last thing I want is for anyone else in this world to not be living their truth and not be living in a way that's going to make them happy. Whether you agree with it or not. That's a that's 100%. You hit that on the dot, bro. Like, I got a, I got a buddy right here. I got a buddy that I'm about to go meet right now, bro. He um he's bisexual and he's in a poly relationship. It's a little there's a lot of information, right? But he's in a poly relationship and he's bisexual and he wanna induce both his partners to his parents, but I don't know how. Yo, that right. man seems like he's living his best life though. Like I really right. Right. Yeah, he, he is. He the is, but part, but but don't hide that. You know nah, what I'm saying? Let your truth exactly. be known and exactly. put it out there. Exactly. I think we as like part of yeah, I've been quiet this whole time because y'all told me I was trying to fuck up some food, right? Uh, <laughs> but I think we as uh, a people have to get better at embracing what's different about everything because there are some there are some, some some taboo subjects that come from external cultures that are making their way to the forefront within the African American community right now. You see what I'm saying? So we've got to get a lot better, especially as men, as leaders, right, at accepting everybody as they are right? and then separating 
within, you know what I'm saying, our circles, like what we will tolerate and what we won't. But I don't think we need to be hitting stiff arms like right away. Like I think there's a, a lot of toxicity and pushing things away out of that space of fear or ignorance before you have understanding. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, Bryce, if you, you're 100% correct. The, the, the line, I don't care what we're talking about, gets drawn with kids. Right. <laughs> it, it gets, so, so what I what I just said to the brace of, and you know, I didn't I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I just want to say something quick. I 100% I agree with both of you, what y'all said. If it's hurting children, or if it's forcing someone to do something against their will, then fuck that. I'm not with that. But if it's outside of hurting children, and it and and that and it's a it's something that's consensual, do you, man? Right. Right. And that's a hundred percent. That's the, that's the whole thing, man. People just need to, and people need to mind their business too, man. <laughs> right there, yeah. hey, that's what people, it all is. People need to mind their okay. business too, man. Like, like listen, like, like I told my homeboy, I said, dude, I said, man, you been my friend for for over ten years, right? So you think because because you you deal with a man or because you tell me that you poly, I'm gonna stop dealing with you? You a good person. Right. You get what I'm saying? That's none of my business what you do in your private life. That's none of my business. Exactly. Right. You're still my homie, bro. Right. And so th that's what I'm trying to get him to see, man. But he's just so afraid to come out, bro, and tell people how he is. I, I don't understand it. See, but to me, like, I'm concerned about him because now he has a level of depression that can, yep. you know, that can can develop to something that's higher because you're afraid you're afraid for your life in essence. You're afraid to be who you are. You know, like I'll be you drinking liquid death. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yo, he loves his joints, man. Right. Hey liquid death is I got, fire, I got cases. It's, hey, hey, I got cases in my work truck. Hey fellas don't I got cases. I mean I don't mean to interrupt either one of y'all. Um, but it was nice talking to y'all. I'm at my spot. I'm about to go ahead and have me a good time. I made sure I let my friend know about this conversation. His issue was with his parents. He, he don't mind telling anybody else. He's just afraid to tell his parents or how they may perceive him or, or that they, they might like not talk to him no more. I told him, I said, dude, your parents love you. Right. They, they might be they might be upset or disappointed, but they're not going to stop dealing with you. They're exactly. your parents. Right. Exactly. And not only that, but his parents are probably just waiting for him to get that monkey off his back, and they don't know. Right. They right. don't know in, in that generation how to approach their child who feels that way. But they right. want him to actually come out and say something to them so they can, so everyone can fully accept each other right. and, and they can fully love their child openly for who he is. Right. Well, listen, I know we had a deep conversation about race. Anybody that's on here, anybody that's been listening, I'm not a racist guy. I love y'all. <laughs> I love you for who you are. And y'all have a good night, man. Everybody be safe in whatever you're doing. Hey, hold on, wait, wait, wait. You gotta let us know what tequila you're about to do the pairing of. With yeah, the dog, bro. Yeah, I, I, hey, bro, this place packed. I gotta wait till I get in there, right. and then I'll just let you know. All right, peace. All right, go ahead, go. All right, all right. But no, um, to to go on that, like to talk about a personal, and then we gonna get into some, we gonna get into some uh, crafted culture on here. Yeah, we, we we chilling out here today. Yes, sir. Hold on. Kenny just entered the room. So I want to see if Kenny will hop on. Uh, so what you drinking? Oh, I, but uh, I no, just, no, wait. Before we get into that, I got one last story on that.
because my nephew just came out as as bisexual, and his 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 boyfriend is transgender, and you know what he he was he was definitely afraid to tell his dad, my mom, and me. He wasn't definitely afraid to tell his stepmom because his stepmom has has been you know he, she's known she you know she's been raising him for 10 12 years now you know so she knew her baby you know but uh he was scared to tell myself my brother and me because my brother and I are more like the macho type of guys and my mother is more of like that that hardcore type of black mom of like be a man you know so he was he was terrified and then my brother caught him with his boyfriend and he just he just blurted out to my brother and and he wasn't expecting my brother to embrace him he wasn't expecting my brother to tell him you're my son i love you i don't want you doing anything in my house without me knowing no matter if it's with another man or with a woman or whatever, it does not matter if you're heterosexual, bisexual, whatever. It doesn't matter. I want to know what's going on under my roof. But at the end of the day, you're my child, and I love you no matter what. So, so when he came out, that was big for him to that. And then he told he told my mom, which I honestly was probably no, I'm not gonna say that. The biggest barrier to him was me. Uh, but then he told my mom. I think that probably was the easiest barrier out of the three. And my mom told him, hey, I love you. You're my grandson. No matter what your dad or your uncle says to you, I got you, you know? And to me, because I am the the more macho, the more manly man of, of all three of us, he was absolutely terrified to talk to me about it. And I've, I've been more him growing up up until a certain age, I, bet I was more of his dad than his real dad. So he was absolutely terrified to, to call me and talk to me. So I called him and I talked to him. I, I called him because I knew he wasn't going to call me. He was terrified. So I called him. I said, baby, I said, I love you no matter what. I said, I do not care who you love. I do not care who you with, what you identify as. You are mine, you know? Like, you are my baby, you know? Like, like I'm going to love you no matter what. And whoever you want to bring to my house to introduce to me, if you love, love them, I love them too. I don't care if it's a man, if it's a woman, if it's this, I don't care. You are my, my you are my nephew, you are my, you know, you're, you're damn near my son. I don't give a fuck. I love you no matter what. And he started crying, you know, because I could tell that relief that he had, that it was open and that he knew that his family was still behind him. That right there, everyone that's like, everyone that watches this or everyone that's watching right now, watching, you know, the reviews, bro, Get it off your chest. Your people are going to love you no matter what. And if they don't love you, they don't deserve you, man. You know?
Exactly. Well, uh, this is my, uh, like Marcy said, my daughter uh, came out. However, my mom can't have it. However, I got her back. Well, that's your baby. Is Your baby is going to be happy as long as you love your baby because you're her mother. And as long as she has her mother's support, that's all she care about. You know, they, the babies knew that they weren't going to get all the support, but as long as they have their mothers and, you know, and their parents' support, they good. All right, let's, yep. let's talk about some crafted culture. We got Kenny. Who killed Kenny? Yeah. Yep. They did. So let's talk about yeah. some crafted culture. Oh, well, I should, should probably go grab a crafted culture beer because I just killed this IPA. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was just... The random IPA from the from the fridge, but I'll get a a brand. Yeah, brand. I'm doing a I'm doing a Bolivar bracket right here, doing forces along with the other libations. That smell nice, was good, nice. good, but this but this um, mezcal interesting. What's going on, folks? What's up? What up? Exactly, AK. Everyone to be themselves. Mm. Yeah, the beanie the dope, Marcy. The beanie dope. Kenny always come out here with some uh, dope beanie. Kenny is Mr. <laughs> Hat Game proper. If y'all didn't know that, yo. All right. Let's be the hat. You know how you know. You know, got the raffle going on. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all sign up for the raffle. You got a chance of winning yourself one of these. Uh, well, not one of these ones, but one of my uh, all cap hats. You know. But yeah, hat game always proper for sure, for sure. Shred, what's going on? What up, Shredder? Yeah, Mikey's one of my Mikey is my favorite in the turtle. Always, bro. I don't I don't understand motherfuckers who was like anybody else was harder than Mikey, bro. <laughs> yeah, my favorite and you know, I figure uh I, I do see some similarities between the two of us, me uh Mikey and myself. And I'm being super basic today, so y'all do not come at me on my beer today. Are what you doing? Is that highlight kind of night, bro? As long as you don't have an empty glass, you be all right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not hey, I'm mad at this. I bro. just had a blue moon. I just had a blue moon on Monday. I feel like that was like when we come at you the first then craft beer shame on us. black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Especially after we've been talking about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody got but that, that Mediterranean limoncello going on right, right now. Sutter, Sutter has that limoncello going, Wendell. Mm -hmm. Hey, Sutter. How is it? Where we going? We moved to Dallas. You know. Anything that you pick up and drink and enjoy is valid, right? You know what I'm saying? I had a White Claw summer where I killed the White Claws for a whole summer. Uh, I did the Natterdays thing when that joint dropped. Like, you know, Natterdays went hard. I didn't think I was going like that. You know, I didn't want to like it. Right? I was like, this is some shit from Natty, bro. Like, this can't be good. This this sounds like, you know, we going to add sugar to your college experience. And I drank that shit and I was like, wow. Wow. I right, this shit. And then PBR did the hard coffee. Mm. The, the PBR hard coffee 
so slept on, especially the chocolate one, because that shit tastes like a Yoo-Hoo. Exactly. I was the, um, what? Yeah. Tally, let, let, forget what we got going on over here. What, what you <laughs> sipping on? <laughs> I, I, hey, I'm showing off the Red Libre, man. Y'all got to know about the Red right, Libre. Right, exactly. I remember just talking about it last night. How you doing a tasting and everything? Let me let me know what you what you tasting over there on that Leia Libre, bro. I did just uh, send a message to the folks at Red Libre. Uh, they got it directly from me. AK, no, yeah, AK, your your uh, your brand page got a message from me. Crafted Culture is opening up the new tap room around the time you guys are going active in the U.S. And I'm just trying to see what we got to do. If you got plans to activate in Ohio, if it's a situation where I got to organize a barrel purchase. We, we got, yeah, we got, yeah. we got, we got, let me know. We got you, we got you, we got you, we got you. We, we here for the shit, yeah, we want to put on for our people at all times, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. AK, this, he, he couldn't, he AK, couldn't wait to bring the problem yesterday. AK, I, this is the man, the myth, the legend himself that we had that conversation about with Columbus, Ohio, and getting, getting the Rea Libre, getting the Rea Libre collaboration going. Yeah, I'm just a dude dressed as a dude trying to be another dude right now. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right? Happens to brew beer. Happens to have his own brewery. Happens. Come on, man. Come on, man. Oh, like... shit, man. Hey, hey, to me, to me, humble don't fit me, man. If I, if I, look, man, sometimes you got to talk your shit and let people know who the fuck you are. So it's gonna be it's gonna be times when I do that, right? There's gonna be times when I do that, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm amongst family right now. Well, I ain't gotta do like, that. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't gotta flex until I'm trying to convince somebody. Like, I gotta force you to see what's really happening in front of you. So I stay, I stay, you know, real chill in the circle. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But you know, you know that. Hey, just so you know, this is a space that. Hey, you can go ahead. And do that because I'm gonna hype your ass up. I'm gonna be, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna be the biggest hype man because you know I like to flex. I like to talk my shit sometimes too, and I like to pump my chest sometimes too because you know what? When you're successful and you're doing some big things, we all need to be able to do that and have that celebration too. I don't give a damn what other people say. Yeah. Look, have the most confidence in yourself, and if someone else has a problem with it, then fuck them. I saw a reel from Shia LaBeouf earlier today, right? It had me in my bag for a minute. He was like, I um, I had to convince myself that my, my opinion is the only one that matters. I had to speak so highly of myself that I pulled myself up out of my dark place, right? I pulled myself up out of the mud, you know what I'm saying? Like as a crab in the barrel, like got up out of there and only saw myself in the midst of, you know what I'm saying, people who were happy to see me doing good. But chances are, if you spoke down about what I'm doing, right, you either are my competition moving forward or you you living in misery and you just want company. You just hate so, Exactly, I mean, exactly. I'm, exactly. Like, when I'm by myself, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll be on my shit, yo. Like, my little mirror moment <laughs> right, in the mirror, like, that. that's way different, bro. Yeah, like right. Um, Yo, and then when you catch me like in the brewery, like in the space, right? Like as we open it up, I always tell people like I'm the janitor. I just open doors in my floors. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm here to do. And then there comes a moment in the day where it's like, all right, my bad. Y'all forgot what was happening here. Let me right. show you. Like, if you go back to the lives, you'll be like, yo, that dude turned the fuck up. He was really about his shit. And I, I, I do that. I, I get that way. Like, um, prime example, when I dropped Panama Crunk Juice, right? Hold on, put the can, put the can up again. Do it. Let's do a 360. 360. Yeah, that's 360. some dope ass art, man. That's some dope ass art. Y'all can uh, at our artist is uh, at the art class reject here on Instagram. She designed the can for me. That's dope. She did this okay. can in 24 hours, yo. And what is, what is that? You don't have to read the whole passage or poem on there, but like, what's yo, the whole? Um... Just ish. I gotta talk to you, bro. I need a package. So. Uh, uh yeah so it's uh it's really just a breakdown like we just said get a taste of the tropics because we used uh el dorado amarillo and azaka hops to make the beer and we added natural pineapple and mango flavors right i didn't chop this thing full of juice made from extract it was a 200 plus gallon uh batch of beer and i used two gallons of natural extract to bring out pineapple and mango flavor, but all of the hops had pineapple and mango flavors too, right? They had pineapple and tropical fruit flavors. So that's really what the, the, the can was just breaking down. Um, just, you know, think what we used and whatnot. The, the beer itself was actually a, a joke. You know what I'm saying? My first favorite IPA was made by Terrapin Brewing Company down in Athens, Georgia. Well, the only way to get that up here, the only way to Get it was through the IPA survival pack that they sold, but I didn't want the whole, whole pack. So I used to go to the grocery store and convince them to open up four cases and put them in the uh, in the go right? So I could take all of the ones that I wanted. And the name of that beer was Panama Crunkles, right? It was a pineapple papaya IPA. So when they, they canceled it, I tried to, I, would, I didn't own a brewery yet or nothing like that. I, would, I tried to ride them and see if they could get me the recipe so I could, you know, try to make it at the crib. They wouldn't even respond to me. Then I found out one of my soldiers, like when I was in the army, worked for him. He was like a sales manager. He was like, oh, I'm going to try to get it for you, chief. Don't even sweat it. He hit me back and he was like, bro, they are not letting this go for shit. I was like, this is the beer world. We all supposed to just like love up on each other. So right. they're not going to make one. I'm going to make my own. I said, fuck it. So I did my research, and I didn't really feel comfortable with the recipe I wrote until after I opened the brewery. So I actually, I never wrote an IPA recipe from start to finish before this one. Mm. This was the first IPA recipe I ever wrote, top to bottom. And this shit went hard. Like, I tell people, like, people who go, I don't drink IPAs will come to this and be like, yo, that's a good beer. And all the hop heads are like, yo, wait a minute. This is a good ass IPA. Okay, so I thought we found a sweet spot. And when that shit dropped, I was definitely talking my shit because I had got back into an IPA that reminded me of my favorite first, my first favorite IPA. Everybody around me was like, yo, this shit goes hard. And I was like, yo, that's out the gate, bro. That's a right. one shot, one kill IPA right there. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's what you want when you on the range. You want one shot, one kill. That's it. That motherfucker signs, <laughs> and that's what we did with that IPA. So when that shit dropped, I was definitely on my flex. Let's go. What's the ABV on there? Five point six. Mm. Yeah, right. you can rock that all day long, baby. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's a that's a nice beer you can you can roll through the the whole day. Easy money. Yeah, so, where's, uh, where's it's in Ohio. Where's the brewery at? Where's the brewery at? Oh, yeah. actually, yo, it's, it's mad funny, yo. You know what I'm saying? Look, huh? We'll do one of these, right? I'm gonna I'm stand up and, and move a little bit because uh, I have to. We are based out of out of Columbus, Ohio, and in my attempt at efficiency, I was like, yo, while we build out the new space, I need to be close to it. Oh, hold on. That's not what I'm... Here we go. That's what I want. So here we are in downtown Columbus. Right. Dope. We are directly on, on top of the brewery right now. Nice. Yeah. So we are right on top of the brewery from right here. So that's going to be the view uh, from the brewery uh, right there. Uh, anticipating opening up uh, the production side of the brewery. So we're making beer in here right around February. And then we'll go full throttle with the tap room and a small kitchen in June. All right. Yes, nice. we're getting ready. The goal is for like a big ass Juneteenth party. So yeah. oh. definitely get ready. If you talking about a Juneteenth party, if we don't have one in my neighborhood, I'm coming out there. Bro, I'm, what I'm you coming. need to do is just have a bus pull up in your neighborhood and bring all y'all here. Just big ass block party style. You know what I'm saying? Look. <laughs> You know. I mean, you're you only like four hours away. Yeah, this is not bad. Right. We yeah. can drink on the way there, go party, and then... You get a bus, I, I'll send some beer out there for you to put on the bus so y'all can be all crafted, cultured up before y'all get here. Uh, hey, hey. It's a, look, it's a Holiday Inn right there. I'm looking at the Holiday Inn bro, right no, now. No. You ain't even got to be full. Bro, we can make this happen because one of my best friends, he manages rock bands. So he knows a lot of tour bus drivers. So if he can find one that has a bus or like a party bus or something like that Hell yeah. on their off day, to say like, like we can you make know, it happen. A party that would be, man, you get them black brands on the bus, get everybody rolling, having fun, you know what I'm saying? Good vibes, right? It'd be. Yeah. It'd be a move. I'm gonna be drunk pulling up there, and I'm damn sure gonna be drunk pulling away. Bro, there's there's ten. The, uh, the the apartment building I'm in has ten Airbnbs, bro. So we can we oh, can block them if we need to. So y'all like the Holiday Inn is right there. The Holiday Inn is like two blocks from, from here. I say you should say you can get a deal with the Holiday Inn to be like, yo, listen, yeah, block these rooms. Like she said, come get me. <laughs> okay, but just, hey. but just oh, on the yeah. regular the. You and me fly in, AK. Yeah. That's that's what we want to see, though. Like, because I'll be the first to tell you, right? Like, so we're going to be here uh, doing the thing here. I'm sending uh, either myself or a rep out to Philly to go to Mac's, um, Mac Brewing Company, his Juneteenth picnic. We're definitely going to do there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I just want to make sure everybody who's doing the Juneteenth, like, if you don't got one, pull up on us. If you got one, let us know. And we'll find a way for us to be a part of your celebration because there's not going to be a year where Mac has his Juneteenth picnic and we don't pull up. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, AK, there's not a chance that there, there will be no drinking on the party bus. Right. There, there is zero. Yep. There is zero percent chance that there will be no drinking on the party bus. I'm going to let y'all know right now. Edwin, yo, you're, y'all you're more than welcome, bro. Y'all folks. So I got tequila's favorite beer. 
It's a guarantee. Well, like, do it, man. It's a, a guarantee that Crafted Culture Brewing Company makes tequila's favorite beer. Well, ain't no, it. ain't no if, answer, buts about it. And we bought it to Barrel and Flow uh, two years ago. That was uh, Return of the Hot Girl Summer, the Guava Soda Infused Pilsner. That joint tore everything up. If you drink tequila, that's what you want right there. Because you can get your beer fixed. It's fruity. It's light. It's refreshing. And it pairs well with tequila. Like right there. You get the hit from the tequila and the smooth on the on the beer. Yo, it's game over. Uh, I'm trying to see if I got a, a picture of the artwork right here because that joint is... See, see, but that that's until that's until you get the Rayo Libre barrels. Oh, we then we're gonna go crazy. That, then we're, gonna age, we're gonna put a barrel in the cooler. We're gonna age the pilsner in the barrel, and then when it comes out, we're gonna hit it with the soda. So you get this barrel aged Rattler, which nobody's gonna, man. We we ready. We are ready. Listen, Bro. yo, we 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 don't when play. When they be like this, man, don't even know. <laughs> hey, window, window, all a part of this, man. We got, we're, we're tying it all in because windows. Oh no, uh, sip, uh, sizzle. What'd you tell me about windows beer? You said you say you're gonna be sending your customers. He said it's in the cane. He yo, said it's in the cane. Yeah, I'll be for yo. You cannot drink that shit in my brewery, yo. <laughs> that shit way, way too strong. Here we go. Same artist ran the hot girl joint. Oh shit! Is it upside down? Nah. All right, man. That's crazy. Okay, gotcha. Mm. That's crazy, bro. Yeah, and the can is gonna be black, so it, it's definitely oh, jump. That, that wasn't just like the artwork on black. We doing black, yeah. So it jumps off. Like I let the I let the crunk juice label slide, right? But our thing is, any color you want, as long as it's black. So everything got to be on black, you know what I'm saying, uh, when we do it. Yo, see, the, the uh, black cans go hard, Pete. Yeah. Yes. Cans go hard. In fact, I don't even, hold on. He going to pull one out, look. <laughs> you know I got black cans, baby. Oh, shit. The Pharaoh's gold saison. There it is. Oh, that oh. yeah. Nice. Making sure we 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 normalize black women in this industry. You know what I'm saying? Putting yeah. them at the forefront on the can. Um, yo, that's my that's my baby right there. That's my favorite. That's my favorite beer that we've made so far. Um, I had other beers that, that went hard, but that one I hold close to the heart because it hits several times in my life. Like, you know, and it sparks several memories, you know, whenever I drink right. it. So, right. hell yeah. That's dope, man. That's dope. That's is it, it, I'm sorry. The dry, crispy side, or is it like tart that Saison? Okay. Okay. So, that this Saison is. Um, it lives in like the in the middle ground of what the saison is, right? So for the people who like the sour side of saison, like there's a little bit of funk on it. Like it's, it's on the nose, you'll catch the funk. Uh, and typically, unless you pour it into the glass, you'll catch a little more funk on the end of it as well. Uh, but okay. kind of floral. I, I wouldn't say it's dry though. I wouldn't put this in that in that that, that dry category that a lot of those saisons end up in. 
I think we do a good job pulling this show early because I want it to be approachable to as many pilots as possible. The goal was honestly like to bring like, and it sounds crazy, but like the old school MGD feel to the beer, right? It was real, real old school MGD was the vibe, like, because that was a great beer, right? Don't get it twisted. I'm a craft beer dude, but I remember when macro beers were made like at higher quality. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we did a lot of research and looked at that. And a lot of those, like uh, the floral flavors that existed in the old ass MGD are now, you know, in the saisons. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that they were, I think they were, were culturing like a hybrid yeast at that time, but I don't know for sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I think this one is, is right in the pocket, like floral. If you got a sensitive palate, there's a, you can catch a little bit of pepper, but that's what the Bell Saison yeast does though. Like it'll give you that. And I think the, uh, depending on how, how you treat the yeast, sometimes more of that pepper comes up and that's where you feel like it's dry. You know what I'm saying? So we wanted to focus on the, on the floral and on the funk with this one. But yeah, we, we going in yo we just getting warmed up i tell them everything that came out in 21 and 22 that ain't even the album this is the throwaways that's mixtape shit what we already do next is it's up there but you know the mixtape shit is that's a, that's the stuff that you know put people on you know you, right what's 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 a little way without the squad ups and and the, um, trust me I'm, I'm, well, you got all, I'm Wayne Head, though. You didn't uh, tap into the show the other day. So Wednesday, uh, the first hour was all things Wayne. So it was Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne features. Like, we was we was going in uh, for a Wednesday morning on the breakfast beer show, bro. It was, yeah. Mm -hmm. Man. So how and do we, I was going to say this. You know, I'm, I'm gonna let you keep, you know, keep the, the conversation going, Kenny. Um, I want to see a, a Brick Terranian Beer Hut and Craft a Culture Club. Yeah. So in order for that to happen, I just got to give Wendell the keys, I think, because I can't see none of his shit. His science is so protected. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just gotta give Wendell the keys and let him do the thing. And hey, here's the idea, like, yo. And it'll just be one of those ones where, like, all the intellectual, all of the, the recipe shit, like, stays with him. Because I want to protect what he's doing as uh, as an entrepreneur, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that I struggle to make beers in that high ABV range, like, where, where he lives at and where Mac pushes his shit to go um, without, with, with balance, right? Yeah. And, like, I get cough syrup when I make shit that high ABV, right? Like, I, I just don't, I don't understand what they doing different. You know, the few tips that I got from, from Mac, I was like, that shit don't work when I'm doing it, right? So I, I know where my, my sweet spot is at, but to do some some big beer shit like that, shit like, like that, I would just say we collab on the recipe development and we split the cost on that joint, but I let you do your thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch the process. Kenny, you got continue your questions, man? Yep. There, there. 
Hello? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be I beat my mom's calling me real quick. So you know you gotta answer mom's phone calls right, real right. quick. So <laughs> right. you know, um yeah, because I know you said you had a you had something you want to try. Oh yeah, yeah, I got it. When you was stuff. talking, you know, about a month ago. Yeah, I got, I got stuff, bro. Like I always, I always got some stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know me, I still got crazy stuff in my brain. I got a bunch of recipes that I'm read out. And I'm also so I I collect for the, like even if we don't list the process for the beer, like it's one of those like we can give them the ingredients. Um, because I'm I'm actually like slowly crafting a book uh, as I go, go along. I call it tentatively the Black Beer Bible. So it's every collaboration beer that I'll make with another you know black brewer, right? Put put it out there and say hey, for and then tell not only just give the the recipe but tell the story of the beer. Like what's its you know where did it come from? What was the what's the relationship between the brewers? Like just kind of giving people like a another look into what you know this whole black brew movement is really about right now so I, my hope is for 2025 to be able to drop that because i want to collab and do some more recipes with a few more people for i'm i'm letting y'all run away with the interview man i'm, I'm about to get oh we just saw you creeping across the yeah, top yeah, I, went to, I don't know what's going on bro look no no i'm moving <laughs> I'm moving to my comfortable chair because me sitting on my wood chair has gotten gotten uncomfortable. Yeah, when you so, get long live, man, you got to. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm sitting in my, the, my high chair. Yeah, I, I was taking advantage my, of my, my table probably as tall as most people. I'm on the couch. I'm sitting oh. on the couch right now. No love seat. So, nah, I, was, I was trying to take advantage. I was quietly trying to take advantage of y'all beer conversation. Conversation in y'all brewer conversation mm -hmm. to sneak over, over to my my chair in front of my, uh, my bar. You, you yeah, know was gonna see that. Man. Yo, this this my little break, man. I could get the rest of vocal cords. Nah, I, I ain't mad at that, that, yo. I'm just glad to be back amongst the living in the evening. Man. You know. Yeah, man. That's dope. So, <laughs> so the family okay, man? Say that again. His story. I said the family okay. I'm, I, I then I had to comment oh, yeah. about Edwin with the family. Uh, the story time. The story time. Yeah, there. you. He you said you about to get a book out and read us the story. Yeah, but the same. <laughs> that's the. That joint do look cozy, bro. I need a papa sign. If I had a story time chair, it'd be a papa sign. Bro, I didn't. I didn't just sit down in my outdoor chairs that I brought inside because. I mean, you in Columbus, Ohio, so you know how winters are here in the Midwest. Yep. You know. All right, so I'm just going to put it to you like this. On my couch, I keep a nice little, little heated blanket right here. Bruh. I don't even know where the thing at. There, there it is. Boom. There, they don't at. understand it, man. They don't understand it. You got to have do it. understand it. Turn the joint on. Yeah, like I lived there all my life. I came from up north. Right. I don't. Yeah, you understand. I don't miss it. You understand it, but the other people don't understand it. They've never. Edward understands it because he's from Illinois as well. Like I've done had snow that you got to jump out the window to get outside. 
Yep, I did that. When I lived in Fort Drum, New York, I had to do that. Yeah. The snow was so high, I couldn't open my storm door or my garage door. I had to go in, into my garage from the house and take my shovel on the roof. Damn. To jump down, to just dig my front door out. Those, that's a heavy yeah. snowfall. You like, man, this shit is crazy, so I, bro. I don't miss. I don't miss that shit whatsoever. That's that, that four drum. Yo, that that was army life though. though. That four drum shit was different. Tenth mountain, you know what's up. Look, F <laughs> climb the glory, sir. Climb the glory. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Edwin, Edwin's in the army. I think he's a drill sergeant. Hell yeah, yo. Yeah. Drum was a different animal, boy. When them, uh, when them boys from Alaska showed up for cold weather training, I was like, all right, I'm in the wrong place, yo. These motherfuckers left Alaska to come to us for cold weather training. They said, uh, we have the most harsh cold available in the United States for training, yo. Damn. Yeah, because it, it was not a, uh, they get that, like, dry, crisp-ass cold up in Alaska. Yeah. And you see dudes out there, you see ice and snow around them, but they'll be in shorts. Right. Right? It's, but they it's, a warm, it's a warm cold. Yeah, they, they come to drum, they're like, nah, this shit hit different. Yeah, <laughs> they, they even come from Germany to do this training over there. Fort Drum was no joke, man. I tell people all the time, I did Pathfinder school at Fort Drum in, in fucking February, bro. I was like, never. You out Sounds here. horrible. You got the, the big white Mickey Mouse boots on. You used to be able to hook up the, uh, the pneumatic air pump to your boots to seal them shits, to keep your feet. Damn. Yeah, the Mickey Mouse boots, yo. Out there trying to air us out. We dug howitzers out the snow to be able to move them. Yo, look. Edwin, you available to hop on? I know I know you got the baby, uh, so I don't. But if you can hop well, on, bro, send her Sizzle, you ready for, uh, you ready for Barrel and Flow? Uh, so I'm super ready for Barrel and Flow right now, right? So, uh, you know, we did the three-way collab, me, Mac, and um, and Liquid Intrusion. We talking about running that back, you know what I'm saying, on the barrel age side to bring that back to the people. Um, I am I'm trying to get this collab to go through with Rhythm Brewing Company because I think it's important for us to, as brands, to make sure we bolster our female-owned brands as well. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a female owned a black female owned brand out of uh out of Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. So I wanna try to get on with her. Um but at least it's cool as hell, you know what I'm saying? Plus her whole brand is like founded on some shit I fuck with anyway. She's an old R and B head, you know what I'm saying? Um so I definitely would love, love to collab with her because the way that collaborations are done with some of the, the larger, you know, breweries that exist. Uh, I'm not a fan of, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I just don't like the process. Like you say, it's yeah. like a collaboration. It's not, that's why you are not the seat at the table. You just you second. Yes, yeah, I'm second. Sorry. So if you guys are not familiar with how collaborations work in the beer space, basically what happens is 
you get two breweries together. One brewery agrees to make the beer, mm -hmm. right? You collaborate on the recipe for sure. When the other brewery makes the beer, the uh, brewery number two then has to purchase the beer that they want to sell at the wholesale price. You don't get to purchase it at regular cost because it's against the law to like have favoritism in the pricing of your beer, right? So I always try to like go half on the baby. Let's split the cost of production. <laughs> Thank you. Let's just, you know, split the cost of production, split the batch. You see what I'm saying? And then that, that's legal. You can run that all day, every day. You know what I'm saying? That's like running a contract almost, right? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the bigger breweries don't want to do that. So, like, they get your your name, your image, and your likeness within what they got going on, right? So, in a lot of cases, you get, like, the larger white brewery partners with the black-owned brewery. Now, fans of our black brands are following their brands, right? And they're, they're siphoning money out of our community instead of siphoning it through. So I'd rather see us put more money in. So I try to collaborate with a lot of uh, smaller Black-owned breweries who are similar size uh, and, and a financial bandwidth as us. That way, when we, we put a batch together, so when I say, hey, look, I'm going to get this batch done, we're going to get 20 barrels worth of beer, which is roughly 40 kegs. You know, we can pack it however we want. That part don't matter. But I'll get us these 40 kegs. It's only going to cost us, like, three grand. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I get a really good contract price at one of the spots out here. And the only way that goes up is if I put it in cans. So mm -hmm. I was like, yo, let's just get the, the kegs and we can can them in our separate spots because that's cheaper for us anyway. We don't have to pay for mobile canning to come in. And now, you know, you've got an, an equitable situation where you're like, yeah, like I got this inventory. I got it for this much now because I got it cheaper. I can go in and sell it on the, you know, like my Pharaoh's gold, when I run that batch, when I do it in volume, I pay $37.50 a K. Mm. That's how much it costs me. I, I don't mind spilling them beans. Like, and if somebody DM me for the recipe, I'll send it to you. I don't care. Right? I'm, I'm trying to see all of us win. And if that's the winning formula, everybody grab it, yo. You know, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Um, I'm here for it. I just don't want to see collaborations where we get the short end of the stick. So to know that I make Farrell's Gold for $37.50, if I collab with another brewery, on a saison that they want to put into the market for 120 bucks wholesale price per keg, I got to pay them 120 per keg. Now I'm still going to make 600 off the keg across my counter, but I'm not going to get, you know, my margins out of it. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like that for us. Like it's one of the biggest problems breweries face today is like they over, they overextend themselves financially to meet the vanity metrics that are set forth by other breweries right now, not knowing what they're going through, right? Um, yeah, they're trying to, I don't know, but some of the stuff they're doing a high price for, I'm looking at the ingredients, there ain't no way I pay that. I might as well go ahead and drink water. <laughs> That's because you drink. 30% beers, bro. Like, you, you got to... Yeah, but my... You know, but if you look at the ingredients in that, and then what they're doing, they're trying to charge the same price. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The hype beast, man. The market lets them do it. I don't... I'm, I'm never mad at a brewery who's getting the money like that, right? 
I'm never mad at them. I'd be mad at the customer for paying that shit. Yeah, they take advantage of you. Right. I'd be like, man, why y'all? But I know most employees can't brew my shit, so I call that not gonna happen. And well, Kenny got the circle of death going. Yeah. Yeah, he got the freeze frame. Right. They might learn a two thing from me not wanting to. So hold on, we got a uh, Bob Triple B is coming back in or Quadruple B. Ah, <laughs> oh, he said they canceled it. Oh. 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 They canceled it. Yo, you you're spinning around. We can hear you, but you're spinning around like you can't. We can't see you. Yeah, I'm, we it, see it, one bro. image. Yeah, you're stuck like this. <laughs> Mouth open and everything, Kenny. You just out here, bro. <laughs> I'm sure we'll be back. Like he's probably just trying to get stuff together. Yeah, hold on, hold on, Bob. Uh, I gotta see if Kenny gonna come back first. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My man said they canceled it. He got to the register in the store closed. Bro. Uh, <laughs> hold, on, wait, wait. hold on. I gotta I gotta get him on here until it, until yeah. Kenny comes back on. Because I, I, I we gotta know the story. We gotta right. know Yeah, because he just left us like I'm going to this. Right. We thought it was gonna be a cigar and tequila pairing. He's supposed to come on and let us know what the tequila was. Hell yeah. Well, we I like together, I'm best character getting a bowl of, of, of dinner because your boy is. Um, I've been hitting the sauce today because that storm coming through. So I was like, yeah, bro. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to Atlanta tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to a show. Now I'm not going that, nowhere. No, no, no don't take paper. I'm going to that show. The storm is here now. Like, like I'm looking at the, the snow right now. I we got at least four inches on the ground right now. Oh, that's what y'all got? Yeah, right now, no, we have at least four rain, inches. I, no snow. I want the snow. I'm here for that. Oh, uh, we got, got the snow. Look, I we got, y'all got to have the cold. Don't I worry about the snow. You might get that. Boy, 